I mean, Kaplan, what do you have to say for yourself? I didn't get where I went too far. I didn't understand. You never and did. And then, That's hence the is the problem. Charm. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like maybe you were born on the other side of the line. So you're not crossing the line. You were born to cross the line. Right. Right. I'm over here now. Right. Yeah. It's like you gentrified the line. It's your yeah, I, now. <laughs> I, I actually thought that the next thing that was going to come in the open was when we were later in the show yesterday, I was like, so I asked the question, who do you suppose would be the best kisser of the five of us? And every person to a man or woman said, me, 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 me. Of course, I said me too. Right, um, it was a different show in your head that was going on, probably. I guess. I mean, I, I thought that's where I crossed the line. I but... would have thought at this point you would recover from that concussion. Guess not. Well, there's been more than one, I suppose. That's true. That yeah. is true. George, did you get an international kiss in last night? Uh, I did, yes. Yes, I got a little international kiss. I and mean, what did in between... Kelly do? Who did she kiss? Um, yeah, she yeah, someone this? else. Yeah, no. definitely someone else. Yeah. No. Um, it, you know, it is a busy, busy, busy time in July. There are several. There are a lot of days in July that are good. There are a I lot of. I was going to say there are a lot of people to kiss in July. Oh no, I was no, still no. on the international kiss thing. Oh, I'm you sorry. Keep going. My bad. Yeah. My bad. I mean, we can. I mean, we no, can, no, I, no, 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 no. I, I, I just worry about where Kaplan's going to go. Well, we already know where he's going to go, so you're probably right. Let's just right. go ahead and back it up ahead of time. Yes, I still pretend I'm I'm the best kisser. I got great lips. I mean, I got great, you know, just timing. Telling you right now. You'll have to tell us because we'll never know. <laughs> I mean, the lips is one thing. I mean, I guess that's subjective. But the timing? Right. There's a certain way of there is a lip on lip on lip on lip. Yeah. Tongue. Well, but if your radio uh, prowess is any indication of timing, then I mean, I don't know. Well, especially on this show. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Good God. I feel. Yeah. Never yeah. mind. Sorry, Rachel. Have you ever dated yeah. a tongue first kisser? <laughs> <laughs> not not dated, but but I do know what you're talking about. I, I try to make it work, man. And one day he just came at me tongue first again. I was like, "Going, I'm out." I'm I, out. There was an episode of some show that I saw. What I don't remember what show it was, but there is an episode of a show about that. Oh, it was Sex in the City. There is an episode of Sex in the City with Charlotte dating a dude that was that tongue first. Oh, tongue first. Yes. Who raised you, people? Yeah. <laughs> who taught you how to kiss? Who taught you? Or why didn't you get taught how to kiss? Or whatever the phrase is. Yes. You tongue first leading kissers, you're like from the devil himself. Who are oh, you? Man, that's yes. funny. I had a, um, a, a girl I dated one time, and um, every time we were kind of going to sleep, let's just put it that way, mm -hmm. she would always go like this. She would, like, on my cheek, she'd go, like four or five times, and it drove me up a wall. I don't know what it was about it, but it just drove me nuts. And I broke it off with her, and I didn't have the guts to just say to her, I said, listen, here's the thing. You're awesome. You're cool. You're smart. You're accomplished. But this this thing you do right before we go, I can't stand it. It makes me crazy. And it was like five little kisses, and it just made me nuts. So certain <laughs> uh, certain things just bother me. Oh, man, people. that that happens all the time, for sure. Um, I, you know, I, I don't... I, I mean, everybody has their own quirks on, and things that are just dead stop. Like, I can't deal with this, no matter how good or nice the person may be on paper, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or not on Laura? Paper. Laura, what is the dead stop? Like, a situation where you're like, this person is, on paper, looks like an ideal candidate for me to date, but something happened where I just couldn't get past this. 
bad hygiene. Like if they mm. like like if they come. No, but you dated a guy or you went out with a guy that has bad hygiene. Well, you okay? Because you know when you let's say on a first date, right? Let's just make mm-hmm. it easy. First date, you you're. I, I've done the online dating thing or whatever. So when you meet them and you're like, oh, you look cute. Okay. And then they smile and they hug and you're like, whoa. <laughs> right, did you you're brush like, your teeth? You know what? I, an emergency came through and you, I you, gotta you, go. you, you, you stop it right then and there. Hell yeah. If, you're, if your breath is kicking, I can't. I, see, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm more willing to stick around to hear why your breath is kicking. <laughs> or try and solve for kicking breath. No, I won't solve it. I just want to know if you know what's up. Right. Because if you don't know what's up, then I'm with Laura. I got to bounce. <laughs> but if you're like going, oh, I'm so sorry. I've been rushing all day and I haven't had time to go home or blah, 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 blah. Then I'm like going, you know what? Okay, yes. But then you would proceed with that first. Like, you know, I, you know, when you like sleep over somebody's house, whatever. And you're like, damn, I forgot my toothbrush. They try to kiss me. Nah, bro. Like, I haven't brushed my teeth. Hold up. Oh, you don't do morning kisses. I mean, I do if it's like my boo, but not like if it's someone new, you know? <laughs> so oh, I like the way that rhymes. I, I know, I was boo, I was like Foxy <laughs> Brown over here. Yeah, if it's my you. boo, then yeah. we all cool. But if it's not my boo, then I don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're new. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, I think if you say, hey, I've been X, Y, Z and, you know, whatever I might. Cool. You're, you're already giving me the heads up. But if I'm thinking you're fresh you're coming correct and then your breath is kicking Mm. you know Mm. that's a problem so you get that greg you writing that down make sure you brush your (laughs) teeth greg oh i always brush my teeth every day twice a day Twice. 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 You floss as well, or are you no, not a flosser? I don't floss. I really should floss, but I don't. Really? You don't floss? You don't floss? No, I'm not a flosser. No, Why not? Well, pretty really well. soon you won't need to, because you won't have any teeth to go with. Right. <laughs> you know that that's a key component to this, right? right. Like, yeah, I know there's a lot of extra things that probably I should do, but, you know. Also, the other part of- uh, Wait, 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 like, wait. wait. Extra things? You just like, one of those extra things? I brush my teeth in the morning. I brush my teeth before bed. Yeah, he I mean, said, George, he called mm-hmm. flossing an extra thing. <laughs> so I'm curious routine. as to how he, what he calls essential. I just don't know why I speak ever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, do you I use, use toilet wash? paper. I do all the yes, extra stuff. I do, I do use mouthwash. Okay, right. Deodorant on occasion, I'll, yeah. I'll put on I deodorant. Mean, it's extra. It's an additive. Extra. That's an additive. Yeah, That's exactly. That's why it smells in the studio now. <laughs> Damn. Oh, I get it. Greg didn't feel like doing no extra stuff that day. <laughs> Listen, I'm here. That's good enough. I ain't doing no extra. Look, you got me here. That's the most important thing. Greg, I'm going to tell you right now, flossing is a critical thing to do for proper dental hygiene yeah, that's and my gum tells. health. Um, you should, you yeah, should floss, dude. Oh, and not only for that, but your teeth are a direct correlation of like heart disease and stuff. That's true. Did you not know that? No, Greg? I yeah, I mean, no, not all that. No, 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 you didn't know that. No, you didn't because you called it extra stuff. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know it either. No one calls anything affiliated with heart disease extra stuff. <laughs> See, here's the worst <laughs> right. part about all this is that Morales is going to hear this, and this is going to be a rejoin sometime down the line. It's going to be an open tomorrow. Well, well, yeah. well, based upon what you said, Morales already smelled all of this, and he's already <laughs> doing the I open. Wonderful breath. Thank you. Maybe not wonderful enough. But not if you're not flossing. Yeah, right. I will floss every day from now on. You got like last week's piece of like chorizo oh. stuck yeah. in the back of your mouth somewhere, just hanging out, hoping right. it doesn't get caught. Yeah, way in the back. And you know what, Greg? Here's the other thing. Nowadays, you don't have to just go with the floss with the string where you have to use both hands. I mean, they got little toothpicks Oh, my God. Oh, there's so many great hand. things for that. Right. Yeah. Water I mean, floss. I mean, 
Game changers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look, it's, this is going to sound terrible because like I do floss. It's just not an everyday occurrence. Like I still do floss. Like if I have something All stuck in my sudden. teeth. Like, like, is I, this is why I know how it's going to sound. I know how it's going to sound. Or something like that. Like no, it just it's not an everyday thing. But I do do it a couple times. How many how times you know, a week? Yeah. Like when do you know it's time to floss? Like when I can feel something, if I feel something in my teeth or if I'm just like this, I feel, it feels gross and I go in there and I, I floss out what I need to get out. But right, for the most hey. part. How many times so we, a year do you get your teeth cleaned at a, at a dentist? Well, I didn't go at all during the pandemic. I wasn't okay, about to go. So you can oh. Well, I can understand that a little bit. I didn't go. I go three times a year and I didn't go in the pandemic. Right. Yeah. Right, there was, right, there was right. no reason. I, I was not sitting, so letting well. anybody stick their wait, hands Wait, wait. You love your dentist? Like who loves their dentist? Yeah. I love my dentist too. He's hot. Well, no, no. Mine's not hot. I just love Well, mine is. I select my doctors based upon physical attractiveness. I love, you know, I like my teeth. I like to keep them healthy. I go, I go, recommended as twice a year, but I do three just as an extra teeth whitening and all that good stuff. And I yep. love my dentist. I don't I have cavities. I, I don't have issues. So I love, that is the one doctor that never gives me bad news. Yeah. So I love going to see him. And I love my dental hygienist because when I go, Uh-oh. I'm like, listen, make my gums bleed. Hurt me. Like, really. Like, get deep. Just hurt. I want it to hurt. No, no, it's hurt. It's hurt. It's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hurts so good. About your teeth. Yeah. Wow. Gums. Is that the extra stuff you fear, Greg? What, what <laughs> all that you just said? I mean, now I am a little afraid of it. Yeah. I mean, but Scott's right. Like, there's so many things to dental floss now. Like, they have those little, like, uh, yeah, they get flossers. Little yeah, they, yeah, they have the flossers with the yeah, handles. Got They've got ones that you can just, like, grab one in and just, like, push it through your teeth. Like, there's so many different aspects to wait, this now. Wait, wait, Your mama's side piece comes through oh, with does the not very like observant um, statement here on the Twitters. Well, Greg likes all mint chocolate chip, so it's not surprising he don't floss. I mean, correlation. Yeah, the correlation is a little off. Nope, correlation seems spot on to me. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't chocolate right. chip is at the end of the day, it ain't delicious. right. It's not First right. of all, it's really it's good. Right. It's it's like really you are the flavor. cranberries in my guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Greg, is there office. a is there a situation where you've been out on a date and you're like, this person's resume looks great on paper? And then there was something that, whether it was the first date or not, or just that you noticed early on, that you're like, yeah, she seems great, but no, no, I can't do this. Oh, that's really sweet that you think I have standards. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> or that he's been out on dates. <laughs> right? Oh, well, yeah, that's true. He's been out on dates. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, there's been things, and like Laura said with the with bad breath, bad breath is a really, really bad one. I know that sounds crazy with what I we mean, just talked it's about interesting you're wow. talking about not flossing, you're flossing. Flossing. it's, it's yeah. bad though Look, yeah. kettle black <laughs> god I sometimes you know what i'm just turning off my microphone just no floss. don't turn off your mic just floss just, right that's all just floss your freaking no, teeth i, I do a couple times a week i will do it more often this. just for you guys no no well no because when you get here in studio you're gonna want me to have floss no teeth. we're separated by the plexiglass and everything so if you want to stay on your okay, side so all nasty Laura. and stuff go ahead yeah it's my no, no, it's it's for Laura. i'm the one that yeah, has yeah. to deal with that nastiness mm-hmm. girl just use lysol it'll be all right <laughs> just, <laughs> dude i am religious <laughs> about flossing there is never a night that i go to sleep that i don't floss i mean i could be out partying i could have been drinking i could be in inebriated it doesn't matter i will Always, always, always floss. There is never a night that goes by that I don't floss. It is religious. Right. It's not an extra thing. Yeah. Extra stuff. Just well, again, the whole heart disease Von, thing. I think, yes. I think we Kat did Von D probably flosses every night. Yeah, Kat Von D probably does. Well, what if Kat does. Von D made you floss every well, night? Then obviously I'm flossing 
as much as she would like me to. Oh, there you oh, go. But your there you current go. live-in girlfriend, though, on the other hand, different story. Yeah, she just got a deal. <laughs> Hats on the wall. Shut up, woman. I ain't doing no extra stuff today. If she complained, I would say, oh, okay, sure. Whatever, that, I, if I can she ever that. complained, she hid the fact that she hated them hats on the wall. <laughs> She did. She did. But you they're down for, now. They're down now. They're not there anymore. You wait for to complain about your bad breath? No, I, you know, if I actually knew, if I knew it was a problem, which I don't think it is, but if it was a problem, then yeah, I would change it. That's so something what to What evidence contain. do you have that you don't have bad breath? No one's ever told me. Well, I think someone would tell you right. eventually along the line. Look, Sedona would tell me at some yeah, point I would have told if I had for bad sure. breath. There's no and he'd question. probably be really nice about it. He'd be like, listen, no, Greg, no, I don't he would not be nice about it. Like, no, I would not. Your breath stinks. No. No, I'd be like, like bro, listen, what the bro. hell's going on there? Dude, have a bro. sip of this Listerine. You got some simple chronic halitosis kicking yeah. in. You know? <laughs> right. yeah. Good friends good? tell you when you have something stuck in your teeth, yes. something stuck in your shoe, or if your breath is kicking, okay? Or if you messing up. So, Laura, I think Laura would tell me, too, if my breath was bad. I would. Yeah. Be like, so bro, you're you good, without hesitation. but you should right. still floss because we yes. want you to have a healthy heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, healthy thank you. Heart. That was the and nicest thing you've said to me. So, well, healthy teeth lead to a healthy heart, yes. so that they, they kind of go hand in hand. And maybe people didn't know that. Like maybe that we did a PSA for people that don't know that your teeth, you know, the health of your teeth, are directly correlated to health of your heart over time. So there you go. There you go. I didn't know that. I mean, Greg, you know about my heart stuff. You know I'm flossing almost every second. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're flossing. All day, every segments. day. Every day. In, I'm in flossing segments, right now. Right. I'm just trying yeah, to make yeah. it work for me. Speaking of which, let's take a break. We will be back in two minutes and 30 seconds. We'll get into the NBA Finals and what happened last night. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Mm. Ooh, there we go. I was just banging Usher this morning. Well, there's an Usher anniversary, I think, today. An Usherversary? An Usherversary, yes. What, what, what is it? It's this song debut. Was, it number, was this song number one today? Yes, it went to this song number one in 2001. There you go. Man. I was listening to him this morning thinking, Usher has managed to like reach legend status and just be so relevant for like across three decades on the low. Mm-hmm. Like, I never felt there was a moment in which he came back. He was just always there. And I don't know if I'm, like, romanticizing his career or what, but it just felt like there was never a moment in which he felt old. He always was just right on top of it for, like, 30 years. Yeah. Does he still own the Cavs or have an ownership stake in the Cavs? Um, I'm, or did he sell when LeBron I mean, left? Wouldn't he, wouldn't he sell when LeBron left? Maybe I don't know. I mean, why else would you be hanging out in Cleveland if LeBron ain't there? I mean, he's from Ohio, you know. So I'm trying to go back to Ohio. You see me in Detroit? Where am I? I'm in L.A. I'm, I'm in LA. just saying. I'm in, Scott, I'm in New York. You see anybody trying to hang out in Cleveland? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. I'm trying to think about it. Like, what what would I be doing? I mean, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I even Drew Car- even Drew Carey don't go back to Cleveland. <laughs> so, he, the Cleveland rocks for God's I mean, sake. I mean, you know, Paul George says he's from L.A. He don't say he's from Palmdale. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, he did shout out Palmdale in one of those post-game interviews, though. You can shout it out without living there. <laughs> I shout out all kinds of stuff I ain't got nothing to do with. <laughs> uh, but that, yeah, Usher, man, for, I mean, he's still a, a huge star, but for a minute, he was arguably the biggest star he for was a minute. The, when he had confessions, oh, he, he ruled radio. And I don't know if he ruled radio because the song was good or because he was so ratchet. Well, it was probably a little both. Because the stuff he was saying in that song, I was like, damn, dog, you could have kept that one to yourself. And his dancing was incredible. His dancing still is incredible. Right. Well, I haven't seen him dance in a long time. But I'm talking about in peak Usher. I mean, people were saying like, like they were comparing him to Michael uh, at one point. And then Chris Brown came along. And look, we know he's got his own set of issues. But just we're talking about dancing at the moment. And then Chris Brown came along. And then all of a sudden, Chris Brown, like, introduced, like, gymnastics and, like, karate into his dancing. And it was, like, a whole different level from there. I yeah, used like- to love Usher until he dissed me. What? He dissed, what? dissed you? He what dissed you me. Well, how did he diss you? Okay, so remember I told you guys I used to work at a hip-hop station in L.A.? And yes. they had, they, he was uh, performing a concert at a different station down the street, whatever. He came over to the station that I was at. And, you know, I was there in the morning. Everybody was taking their pictures. They were having, like, a breakfast thing with him or whatever. We also had Trey songs in there. And I was helping in the studio with Trey, came out, and then one of the guys was like, yo, take your picture with Usher before he leaves. And I was like, cool. So I'm waiting my turn. He looks at me up and down, puts down his glasses up and down with, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. And he goes, hmm. And he just keeps walking away. Oh, my. And no. I was wow. Like, oh. And then... And then his security guard goes, taps me on the shoulder and goes, it's okay, sweetie. It's okay. Next time. And I was like, oh, hell no. So you guys do not know how much he broke my heart because I loved, I grew up on a show. I'm a huge R&B fan. So I was like, oh, hell no. So one of the guys that I worked with was like, what's wrong? Like, where's your picture? How did it come out? And I told him what happened and he called his management. He's like, you don't ever do that to my people ever. I don't care who you are. I don't care who he is. You don't disrespect my people in my building. And he's like, hey, we can go back. I'm so sorry. Like, he was tired. We can go back to give her a picture. And I was like, do you think I want a picture with no, you? No. That's it. No. The, the, no. This, yeah, that's it. The moment like has you passed. And it was... and you went straight to Howard instead. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. Actually, it would have been kind of cool if you would have been, yeah, okay, fine. I take you up on that. Yeah, get him back over here. <laughs> would he have come back? Right. <laughs> like, get his yeah. ass in here. And what is the worst you. celebrity encounter you've ever had? That sounds pretty bad, Laura. No, no. Anything what can you top, oh, Laura? Is what, I'm, what I'm saying? Can you top that? Like LZ or Scott or Greg? The worst celebrity encounter? Because I haven't had very many bad ones. Like, um, I can't think of any that are hmm. like that. The worst encounter I had with a person of note, I wouldn't call him a celebrity, but a person of note. Okay. Was when I was in college mm-hmm. and I had secured an interview with Grant Hill his rookie year. So okay. I'm in college doing this story on Grant Hill. I'm like over the moon, right? Like, oh my God. Right. Grant Hill drinks Sprite, man. Exactly. So interview Grant Hill, interview's done. I'm like, well, shoot, I'm in here. So that interview Alan Houston. Killing it, right? Like, right. bam, we got Alan Houston. Then there was Oliver Miller was in the locker room. Mm-hmm. I went over to Oliver Miller and I was like. Now, is this thin Oliver Miller or is this heavier well, Oliver When Miller? was Oliver Miller thin? I mean, when Phoenix, he was he was thin for a minute. No, oh, man, in Phoenix, he wasn't as big as he was in other places. Okay. That was not thin. Okay, <laughs> but thinish, thinish, sliding scale on a curve. <laughs> yeah. Yes, okay. yeah, crashing scale if he yeah. actually gets on it. Um, so I was like, 
well, let me go up and see if I can get Oliver Miller, right? So I go up to him, really polite, you know, excuse me, Mr. Miller, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm with this newspaper in college, and I wonder if I could talk to you for five minutes. He looked me up and down and said, I don't talk to kids, and then turned his back. Damn. So then I was like, all right, cool, you know. And as I walked away, I was like, you ain't going to be here next year anyway. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and I walked away. Damn. <laughs> and Scott. what? He wasn't what, there well, next year. He wasn't there. You were right. I had, so quick story that you mentioned that. I, it, this didn't happen to me, okay? Mm-hmm. But when I worked in Miami, it was, okay, so my first year of working in sports as a, as a like, kind of, like, reporter personality, I had to cover the Dolphins locker room in Jimmy Johnson and Dan Marino's last year. And they hated each other like poison, okay? Mm-hmm. And it was, imagine, as a kid growing up from there, like Jimmy Johnson won, made the you the you. Like, you know, Howard Schnellenberger created it, but Jimmy Johnson took it to a different level, right? Mm-hmm. And Dan Marino was like, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the history of the sport. So right. this is like mom and dad fighting in front of me, like just ruining my childhood dreams in front of me. Like I, it, it was insane to see that, but there was a guy. Okay. I'm not going to mention the guy's name, a media guy there in Miami who got into an argument with Dan Marino in the locker room. And literally like they were mother bleeping each other. And he said, I don't give a bleep. I'm going to be here when he's gone anyway. <laughs> and wow. of course, I mean, he's right. Cause if you're not going to play right. football for the rest of your life. So right. it was funny, but to that, your point that that's what that reminded me of Scott. I'm sure you have a, an encounter. I, I listen, I can recall being a really young guy in this business and I yeah. went into the locker room. This was in Denver, Colorado, because I was there covering the major league baseball all-star game. And Ken Griffey jr. Uh, was saying that he wasn't going to be in the home run derby. And then it was kind of like the day before and he was still trying to consider it. So I walk into the locker room and I'm, you know, I, I'm pretty young. I'm probably in like my mid to late twenties and I walk up and I'm like, so, and there was a throng of media around him and I had a microphone. I was like, so, so what's the deal, man? Like, why don't you want to do this? And he looked at me like, like how dare this was Ken Griffey Jr. Who's probably about my same age at the time had this look. He gave me this death stare. Like, how dare you ask me why I am choosing not to want to be in this home run derby? You know what he did? He went out the next day and he won it. Like, he gave me the look. He kind of, like, he, he just was so angry that I asked him about because I even, like, prefaced it. Well, you know, according to so-and-so, he says this and this. And he's like, you don't even know what you're talking about. He goes, you don't understand what we're going through and, and coming off of these series and now having to fly in here. I mean, he just undressed me in front of everybody. I was like, okay, sorry, see you, later. And then he went uh, the next day. The baseball players are super ornery. If I've, if I've ever encountered issues in a, in a clubhouse or a locker room, mm-hmm. it has more times than not been with a baseball player. Um, you know, they, they're just... I don't know what it is, but that, for whatever reason, seems to be the culture there. Like, or at least certainly it was for many years. I have a theory. Uh, okay, go ahead. It's the sport that plays over 180 games. 100, you know, 162 all, games. Well, 180 if you add in the postseason when it's right. all said and done. Yeah. And if you do that for several years, you're spending like half your professional life basically in front of the media. And right. no other sport has maybe tennis, yeah. maybe soccer. Yeah, has that much. Yeah, and most of the most of most baseball players, um, you know, at, this was pre. You know, I mean, the NBA obviously had high school kids, but there weren't that many high school kids, right? Mm-hmm. But like most baseball players, r- barely go to college. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so they're also just like, 
you know, so young and just like not – they don't have – like if you go to – if you're a basketball player or a football player and you go to these basketball schools or these football factory schools – you have media training. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yep. if you go to Duke, you know how to deal with the media. I'll give you an example because I, I do want to eventually talk about this game. But I was watching the post game last night on NBA TV, and Kenny Smith asked Mikhail Bridges, like, what is it like to ha- having done NBA Finals Media Day? Was it, like, different or cool? He's like, man, I went to Villanova and played in two Final Fours. Like, I saw there was a media, like, all day. Like, I, I talked to media more than I did practice. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so, like – but in baseball, there isn't there isn't that. You know what I mean? Like basketball players and football players have a lot more media training because they spend time in these big colleges, right. whereas most baseball players don't. And even That's if you go point. to a, a baseball uh, like a college, if you're a college baseball player, you don't have the media responsibilities that a basketball or football player has either. Um, but my only issue, he played for the Dodgers, right? AJ Burnett, Greg played for the Dodgers a long time ago, right? Uh, I don't remember Burnett. Well, was it Josh? Be- well, Josh, Josh Beckett, Beckett. I know Josh Beckett was. AJ Burnett did not play for the Dodgers. Um, I mean, it would have been very, very short if he did. In like the mid two thousands. Let me look it up. I don't remember him being a Dodger. All right, keep going. There must be a point, right. though. Nonetheless, uh, yo, you're right. It wasn't him. It was Josh Beckett. So AJ Burnett, one time, I don't know what the hell I even asked him. I don't even remember it anymore. But I was a baby, okay, like a baby in this business. Like 22, 23, wet behind the ears. Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, um, I asked him something, and he, you know, it was me and another guy kind of asking him the same thing, and he just berated us in front of the entire room. And there, I'll never forget this. There was a, uh, a national MLB guy who's based in New York. I don't want to say who and what or whatever, but um, he, he came – he, he heard what was happening, walked right up to him and said, bro, why do you have to be such a bleep to these two kids? They're just doing their job, man. And then he kind of backed off because this guy was a prominent baseball writer at the time. And he was just like, no, you know, all right, man, I'm sorry. All right, well, and then he answered the question. But, I, but baseball players get real ornery for sure. Well, you know what? Inter- or having to do like post-game interviews in locker rooms, this is going to come off sounding maybe like – can you, no. can you finish this on the other side? Because we have a four-and-a-half-minute break here. Oh, go ahead, baby. Okay. Let's do that. You get your story in, and then Greg will do overrated and underrated. We'll do that next. Thank you, Chris. And uh, I don't know if Sedano wanted to take it away first real fast or just go right into birthdays. I mean, just go do this first, and then we There's can get no finish Scott's story. All right. That's no, not that big a deal. <laughs> you wanted to tell your story. Anyway, so let's do birthdays first. And, LZ, you did not end up using your get-out-of-jail-free card. I did card. not. Okay. So then today's birthday is Lisa Leslie... Or mm. Michelle Kwan. Oh. oh, boy. I'm going to say that Lisa Leslie is the underrated one. Mm-hmm. Because when I look at Staples and I don't see no statue of her, that means y'all ain't appreciating her right. Y'all ain't giving her her flowers. This is an L.A. legend who has brought chips and Olympic gold and all kinds of SC glory. Where's her statue at? Where is the statue? So she is the underrated one. Not trying to hate on figure skating, you know. But, you know, brothers ain't really looking at figure skating anyway. So. <laughs> I'm just saying, we really don't mess with the, with the Winter Olympics in general. But we damn sure ain't sitting around waiting to see when Michelle Kwan's going to take the ice. You don't Even- think the brothers are sitting around going, yo, man, you, uh, you excited tonight for, for the big 
figure skating finale. Well, I'm, I'm sure there are some brothers who love them some figure skating. I just wasn't hanging around with them when Michelle Kwan was on the ice. Can feel that. See, Greg, I really don't want to use one of these get out of jail free cards. You know, eventually you're gonna. I, I guess you're gonna have to find the right topic where I'm just unwilling. But for the sake of of this particular exercise. I will also say Michelle Kwan would have to go in this equation as the overrated versus Lisa Leslie, which I would have to say would be underrated. And I'm not into figure skating or WNBA basketball. But in this particular instance, that's how I'll go. I agree with LZ. I mean, Lisa Leslie is no disrespect to, again, Michelle Kwan as well. But it's like, what do you know? Like Lisa Lenz, Leslie is iconic in her sport. Michelle Kwan is one of many great figure skaters. I don't know if I would classify her as iconic necessarily. She's um, she didn't win a gold medal, did she? Wasn't she a silver medalist? So that that's a big deal. Like if she were a two-time gold medalist, she might say iconic. But I don't think she won a gold medal. Uh, I don't think she did. She, she no. says two-time Olympic medalist. So whenever you say Olympic medalist, it's not gold, <laughs> right? Yeah, silver and bronze. Yeah, silver yeah. and bronze. Yeah, so that sounds easy. like a bootleg Prince song. <laughs> like diamonds and pearls, silver and bronze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, Sedano. On Monday night, Daryl Morey used his verified NBA Top Shot account to spend $4,444 on an NFT of a legendary hollow icon, Ben Simmons Moment, which is one of just 28 in existence. People are now speculating that this means that Simmons will not be traded. Is Moray sparking talk light with this overrated or underrated? Uh, I, I think it's overrated. I just think that, you know, Daryl Morey is a guy who... He, he, you know, if you look, if you know his his background, he's actually a, a finance person in a lot of ways. Like numbers are his thing, and analytics are his thing because he has a finance background. Um, so I would imagine he's very much into any sort of investment conversations, which includes NFTs, cryptocurrencies, etc. I, I don't think it's anything other than just that. Um, you know, maybe he is trolling to some extent, but nonetheless, I still think it's overrated. I'm going to go with underrated for one reason. And it's the number that you used, Greg. Did you say that he paid four thousand four hundred and forty-four dollars for this? That is correct. Yes. See, I like that. Yes. Yeah, I like that. I like the fact that he got to some number and went. Now, isn't that interesting? Four, 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 four. You know what? Buy that. So I'm going underrated here based on the number of dollars he paid. Um, I'm going to say that it is overrated. Um. He's just, to George's point, just doing him. But doing him and doing the business aren't always hand-in-hand, hand, as we saw with the tweet from 2019. So I'm going to say <laughs> that it's overrated. All right, and let's go to Cap. Seth Rogen tweeted on Monday afternoon a story about a famous friend pulling a prank on him, saying, once I was in the spa in a hotel in Vegas getting oh, a massage. such a good story. When Sorry. finished, I turned over, and to my shock... Paul Rudd was massaging me. He saw me go in and convinced the masseuse to let him take over, thinking I'd notice immediately. I didn't, and Paul did the entire rest of it. Oh. <laughs> is this prank overrated or underrated? This prank underrated. is way underrated. That is yeah. awesome yeah. Uh, for a few reasons. One, you got to convince whoever to let me in and let me do the massage. Two, 
you got to be committed to the massage. You know, I might be able to give a nice 5, 10, 15, 20-minute massage, but yeah. a full 45-minute to an hour rub down, I mean, that's, yeah. that's tremendous commitment by Paul Rudd. I'm going underrated. I agree. I, I totally underrated just being able to pull that off. Like, that's an amazing prank. Great job by those guys. LZ? Underrated. Paul Rudd is underrated. Yes. Everything Paul Rudd does is underrated. I don't it's care. Funny. He's very funny. And he's not just funny. He's brilliant. Like, yeah, his dramatic work is fantastic. I've had an opportunity to interview him several times over the years because of my, you know, working for Marvel. He is just delightful and so committed to every single bit and this is just an extension. Like Chris Morales wants Paul Rudd to be on our show because he knows Paul Rudd would follow every bit until his dying day. That's yeah. how committee is to the bit. Yeah. I mean, if it were a female that I walked in and I were massaging. All right, next. Next. LZ. 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 Gross. Diddy posted a video eating mango overlooking the ocean on his oh, Instagram over the I weekend with the caption. <laughs> makes me laugh. <laughs> with the caption, one day when I was growing up, I woke up and there was 15 roaches on my face. At that moment, I said, hell no. I refuse to live like this. Work hard. Believe in your crazy dreams and never settle. Now, so, hold on, LZ, 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 before you answer this question, now listen, man, we've all been through the struggle in some way, shape, or form, okay? Like, none of us here grew up with, uh, you know, with rich parents or anything like that. We've all grown up in some semblance of, you know, struggles, okay? Mm -hmm. D different degrees and variations for sure. Yep. I don't know any human being, okay, that would have 15 any insect on their face, okay, roaches, flies, mosquitoes that would not feel that, okay, and wake up immediately. So that's the question. Is thinking Diddy had 15 roaches on his face while sleeping overrated or underrated? I believe him. Because have, have you seen the video of the man passed out in the New York subway when the rat just straight up goes up and down his body and someone's videotaping and doesn't wake him up? Ugh. On the subway! falls asleep and there's just a rat using his body as an obstacle horse and he doesn't wake up so i'm not gonna say he didn't have 15 roaches though i am curious as to how you knew exactly how many because once you start moving the roaches are fast and it's hard yeah, to they're them. all flying around that's right. my point too it's kind of hard to do that nonetheless if the man said he had some roaches on his face after seeing the rat video i'm like i don't know man everybody's got different you, you know what you sound like you sound like by God, if the man wants to be called Muhammad Ali, let him be called Muhammad Ali. I mean, let him. <laughs> Respect his wishes and call the man Muhammad Ali. Yes, that's exactly what he said. Mama called him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I, did, you, did you guys not see the video? I did. Because the, uh, the rat's oh, no, not, not small. The rat. no, I it's did not, not a mouse. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a rat with right. mass. Yeah. And the dude doesn't wake up, and I'm just like, how is this even possible? So once I saw that, I was like, going, well, you know. I'm a light ass sleeper, so that's all I'm saying. Like that kind of stuff would maybe the anorexic roaches, and you still won't feel them. <laughs> roaches on a diet, getting their summer bodies together. Uh, I don't know. Oh man, I do love the fact that he's eating mango, though. Mango is delicious, by the way, an underrated tropical fruit. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Quick question for you guys. Slight sidebar. I was texting with some friends of mine. They were saying, "What are you doing?" And I was like. I'm having some coffee with a piece of rosemary bread and fig spread. 
<laughs> and I remember, and I said to them, I said, this might be the bougiest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, mango to me is a bougie as fruit in the oh, States. Oh, no, no. See, I, where I grew States. up, and Scott grew up in South Florida too, that, there are mango trees everywhere where I grew up. Like, that is not bougie at all. Although, it, 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 it's kind of like... The, where see, the States mang- is pretty big. That's why I right. said the States. Yeah, but mango, mango, you know what mangoes are where I grew up in Miami? They're the equivalent of, like, the people who have avocado trees here. There's plenty of them. And you know how you're like, you either got to ask your neighbor, yo, can you hook me up with some avocados? Or, you know, same deal with mangoes over there. You, like, exchange mangoes like you do avocados here. And you also got to be careful because people come steal your mangoes just like they steal off your avocado tree. I've seen that around here before. I got my eye on you. You know who I'm talking about. Mm. I didn't know there was some mango avocado thefting happening. Oh, what? Well, I, mean, I bet you I, I will have open a tree, up these phones so why would I right know? now. <laughs> I will open up these phones right now, and there are people who will call in here listening in the Southland that will tell you they either have or know someone who has no. jacked some avocados I, from a tree. I don't want to hear there. from any victims. I want to hear from the criminals themselves. Right, if that's you what I'm stolen saying. an avocado or a mango, me. call us in and let us know Laura? how you did it. Me. Tell us on the other side, Laura. We'll do that in a second. She that's overrated, me. underrated. That's why I should mess with you. Story. He knew you were a thief. Scott will, t- will tell his story. We'll finish that. And we'll fi- somehow eventually get to the NBA Finals. And we'll the Dodgers, who are trailing 2-0 to zero already uh, in the second inning. Uh, it's Sedano, LZ, and Cap. We'll be back in two minutes. Sedano, LZ, and Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. By the way, um, I've got a new thing I'm doing with the MMA team here at ESPN. So if you have ESPN Plus or if you, you don't, fighting? you should subscribe. You should subscribe. No, I'm not fighting. Oh. I, uh, I, am, I am fighting on the air with uh, Chael Sonnen. Um, so I'm doing a new show with him. It uh, drops every Monday and Wednesday. And we're just kind of talking about the big stories of the week. Uh, and basically it's me. Uh, the way I would describe it is I throw a couple of meatballs down the middle for Chael, let him hit him out of the park, and then I throw a couple at his head. Um, and, uh, and that's how it goes. But it's fun. It's been a blast. We, we did a couple already this week. Uh, Mondays and Wednesdays shows in there. They're only 20 minutes long. So you literally can go in there and get everything you need in 20 minutes. Uh, so if you subscribe to ESPN+, Plus, check it out. Uh, if you don't, you should, if, especially if you love MMA and the UFCs particularly because uh, a lot of the content is there now. Um, and the big pay-per-view this weekend with Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier. You know him before fight. this at all? You know Chael before no, this? No, no, no. But we hit it off really, really well um, before deciding to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, it took one Zoom call for us to be like, oh, yeah, we're kind of like, we, this could work. Uh, nice. So it, it's, been, it's been fun. Um, from George. Yeah, thanks. So check it out, though. Check it out. Um, by the way, AJ Pollock just hit a home run. So it's 2-1 now. Marlins over the Dodgers in the top of the third. We'll keep you up to date on that. And uh, Shereo Ontani doesn't know how to stop hitting homers, apparently. Yeah. He's, he's got 32nd already. Yeah. He's insane, that dude. Like, just He insane. is on fire. It's right. insane. Because you remember. He was, was on fire time. last month. I don't know what this is. Yeah, because remember, it was like Vlad Guerrero he's Jr. Magma. Tatis, you know, and then, and then it was Otani. And in the last, like, I don't know, two or three weeks, Otani has just exploded beyond these other guys. He's incredible. Yeah, he's, he's wild to watch. Now, Laura, tell us your story about, before we get to the calls here at 877-710-ESPN, of your worst celebrity encounter. And also, are you a person who steals fruit or vegetables from your neighbors? Um, Laura, tell us about you stealing stuff from your neighbors. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, when my neighbors have like a guayaba tree, avocado Ooh. tree, 
Guayaba. A lemon That's tree, good. you know, you just like, if it's on your side, you just kind of pull it and be like, it's it's on my <laughs> side of the fence, so it's mm. kind of mine. It's mine. So, you know, we my mom loves to do that. Or she'll like see a guayaba tree and she'd be like, oye, está en la calle. It's on the street, so we can pull it. It's on right. the street, so we can pull it. Mm-hmm. It's on the other side of the fence. Yep. It's, on, it's sidewalk. It's, fair it's public game, property. Bro. Yeah, yeah. It's fair yeah, yeah. game. And then people do it to us, too, because we got a lemon tree, so... Like, that's yeah, how but they you get guys getting over lemon tree. I mean, I ain't saying you know we don't use lemons, but yeah. but guayaba, guava is uh, it's is like Lakers versus pricey. Clippers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's guava's more fault. pricey too. Yeah, but it's not my fault. Your tree is tipping on free stuff, so you know it's free game. <laughs> but lemon <laughs> trees, it's like come take what you want. Whereas an avocado tree could be like, whoa, hold on a second there. Don't go taking my avocados. You know, there's yeah. a finite number, and there's only one or two of those trees, and whatever they're producing, I want. So unless they and they're expensive, you. Yeah. you know, avocados are more expensive. They are more expensive. Keep them on your them. side, then. That's it. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. I, I didn't kiss know you that. in the morning, and I'm stealing all your fruit that comes on my side of the. Tr- okay, gotcha. I, I, I didn't know that guava was a big uh, like thing here in Southern California. I didn't oh know you could my. grow that here. Yeah, that's interesting. So my mom loves the the white ones over the like the pinky the pink ones or the red ones. Yeah, or the pink ones are the more common. Yeah, yeah but she yeah. likes the white ones. So when she finds a tree or she can find, she's like, she'll even go like and knock sometimes if you can't get it from the side and be like, yo, I'll buy you some. I'm like, ma, you don't know these people. She's like, it's okay, they can make. So some what? Money. I'm giving them some money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, who don't want no money? For, she's you know. like, let me make my. I was like, okay, cut a ma. deal. There you go. Uh, all right, let's go to the phones here. We have, uh, who was first? Andy in L.A. stole oranges, I believe. Go ahead, Andy. What's up, guys? Uh, so basically the story is my grandma had an avocado tree that kind of overlapped the neighbors. So And they had an orange tree that would overlap a little bit from our to our side. So every time my grandma would see the other person grab avocados, she'll go get that long stick and tell us to grab oranges from their side. They're like, they're not going to steal this for free. We're going to get some from their side, too. <laughs> well, I ain't mad at you for that. I'm, I'm not mad. Yeah. yeah. I ain't mad What's at the you right that. ratio, though? Like, avocado well, you versus gotta get, orange. I, I would say at least two or three oranges for every avocado, right? I would think at least. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I'm not a fruit thief like Laura, so I don't yeah. really know the math on or, that. Or Andy, apparently. Mm. Yeah. Or Andy. Uh, I know now, you stole Edward, something. Edward I, 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 that's why I was explicit with fruit. <laughs> yeah. Edward in Montclair has a celebrity encounter. Go ahead, Edward. Yeah, I, I think it was in 1996. I was in the Air Force, and I was in the Honor Guard, and they sent us to Candlestick Park, and we're doing the colors. Presenting, I was holding the United States flag, and I was in full dress uniform, and Brett Favre walked up, and we asked him for an autograph, and right next to me was Pam Oliver and Lou Rawls. And Brett Favre said no, and he waved over security, and they told me they'd throw me out if I bug him again. Get out. Come on. Really? What? It was a, yeah, true story. True story. Pam Oliver felt so bad. She took pictures with me. Matt Millen was standing there. He came over, took pictures with us. It was, we, we special bought a Green Bay football for him to sign us so we could put it back in the office. And he, he just told, he blew us off and waved security over. And is he, I'm just curious, is, is this like pregame where he's out there in shorts pre-game, and a T-shirt? Four, yeah, oh, I forgot to say that. Four hours prior to the game, he's oh. out and just walking around saying hi, meeting green people. And, I, you know, of course we didn't want to bother him if he was out there practicing. But um, we were out there. Eddie Money was doing the halftime show, and we were practicing where to stand. And it was a perfect opportunity. But uh, he totally dissed us. Wow. wow. I mean, listen, an NFL quarterback – 
sees a uniformed military member. Yeah. Who's, excuse me, Mr. Favre, it's four hours before the game. You're wearing a T-shirt, a pair of shorts. You're out here high-fiving people. Can I just ask for your autograph, please? And he reacts that way and then calls security on, on That's uniformed the worst part. military yeah. members? That's, That's insane. Yeah. I'm that shocked to hear that. Part. That was the worst part. Wow. Yeah, that well, is. I'm sorry it happened to you. Definitely no problem. I, I love talking to you guys. Great show. Great show. Thank you, brother. And just, and just a heads up, Aaron Rodgers would have never done that to yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers wouldn't have done that to you. I'm, I'm retired from the Air Force now. It was a long time ago, but I, that's, yeah. that's the way it went. Well, thank you for your service. Thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. Let, let's take a break here. Let's dive into what's going on in the sports world on the other side. Plus, we've got a, a busy month of July. Great national days uh today and also great national month for all sorts of stuff that we got coming up uh laura what did you say in my ear all right so we'll get to that in just a moment so stick around uh but let's dive into game one last night a little bit as well i think that there is some big takeaway here and there's also a conversation to be had about how interesting or lack of interest there is in this series but we'll touch on that in a minute 